All right, all right, all right. It's about that time for you to head out to work. All right, well, I hope you have a great day today. I hope that today goes great and epic. I hope that this week goes great and epic. All right, so, of course, before you leave, I hope that you grab the most important thing that you can take with you to work. Yep, nope. No, I'm not talking about your jacket. No, I'm not talking about your lunch. Yep, yep, yeah, you got your keys. Yeah, you got your glasses, your shades. Oh, you look good. Oh, you you cool. You great. You got your shoes. You got your suitcase. You got your briefcase. You got all your work attire on. You got you got everything going for you. You got everything that you need in order to be successful for the day, except for that one thing. Oh, yeah, that one thing over there. That one thing that you may not be familiar with. That one thing that you probably, in your subconscious, you think that you don't need. But you do need. What are we talking about? Well, that's why we are here today. If you get nothing else from this episode of the podcast, I want you to remember the phrase, bring joy to work. That's right. Bring joy to work. And this is still in correlation with attitude over grind. Attitude over grind. And keep in mind that this is not limited to just when you are at work or when you are executing your uh, level of occupation in terms of your employment. This is not just about that. This is this is also about when you are outside of work, when you are just recreationally around people or if you're by yourself or whomever you're hanging around, wherever you are, wherever you are spending your 24 hours, whether it be inside of work, outside of work. This is what it's about. But mainly speaking, we're talking about attitude over grind. We're talking about grind in terms of work. Because most of us, five days a week, six days a week, three or four days a week, how many ever days a week, we're doing some form of work. And it's not always related to pay. Okay? Just because we talk about grinding, just because we talk about work, does not mean that it's always in terms of getting paid of what you do. It could be, I could be talking about volunteer work. I could be talking about working with your volunteer team, working with your nonprofit team. I could be talking about when you are, as I said moments ago, when you're in recreation with your friends, your homies, your homegirls, your homie bros, your bruh bros, your family, all those types of people. Why? Because when you're, when you're building relationships with people, that is work. That's grind. That is a different type of grind. Now, obviously, there's no compensation. There's no financial compensation for that. But circling back to what I said moments ago, if you get nothing else out of this episode of the podcast, I want you to remember to bring joy to work. There is this waiting pool that many of us around the world are in right now. You may not be in your dream career job. You may not be in your dream job. You may not be doing uh, the dream tasks that you wanted to do in terms of getting paid. And a lot of us have this mindset. We have this approach that we are waiting. 
We are waiting for our boss or our superior, whomever is in charge, whomever's in management. We are waiting for them to approach us. We are waiting for them to present some kind of something to us, whether if it's them coming to us personally, them sending us an email. We're waiting for some form of recognition, some kind of something to where it puts us in a position in order to get a promotion, in order where it puts us in a position to to get paid more. So we can get paid more of the big bucks so we can feel a little bit better about ourselves, about that promotion. So we can post on our social media with the pictures and the and this and that and the other and let people know, hey, this is what's going on. But the attitude is still suffering for some of us that are in this category. The attitude still suffers. Why? Because when you are getting some form of a promotion, when you're getting recognized and you're, you know, for your achievements and your accolades and you're getting paid more money or you're getting uh, elevated to a higher level, whatever that is, whether if it's money related or not. The, the, the thing that's going to happen is you got to understand, you got to realize that when you make it to that next level, guess what? There's going to be next level problems waiting for you with your name on it. And guess what? You got to be the one to solve it. You got to be the one to solve those problems. It ain't, ain't going to be no easy street. You ain't going to be no peaches, roses, and ice cream all the time. There's going to be a new set of problems waiting for you to solve them. And guess what? They might be even, most likely, they'll probably even be more complex than the problems you dealt with before. And I think the problem is a lot of us expect that there's going to be some form of easy street. Or maybe we're not even thinking about solving problems at a higher level. Maybe we're not thinking about that. Maybe we're just thinking about the dollar signs. Maybe we're just thinking about the money only. Maybe we're just thinking about me, 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 and I want my promotion. I deserve my promotion. I've been here for X amount of years, and I deserve this, and I deserve that. Maybe that's all we're thinking about. Maybe that is like the Cyclops way of thinking, right? Cyclops from X-Men. Why? Because when he was shooting those beams out his eyes, all he saw was red, right? And maybe all that we see is green. All we see is green, and we just think, I got to have this promotion. I need this promotion. Nothing else matters. I don't care about nothing else. I want my promotion. I don't care about my attitude. I mean, yeah, like I'll, I'll be nice when I need to. I'll, I'll, I'll say what I need to say around the right people at the right times and, and do this and do that and just to appease my boss, just to appease my peers. I'll do that all just to get my promotion, right? Because it's all about me. It's all about me. I got to get paid. But we're, we're, we are suffering in terms of the truth of attitude over grind. And I'm here to tell you, you got to bring joy to work. Because let me tell you what joy is. Here is the definition of joy. And, and, and perhaps some of us have this perverted, uh, misunderstood definition of joy. We think that joy means that just because we're having a conversation with our homegirls and our homie boys and our bruh bruhs and whomever, our colleagues, our peers, whomever that may be. Just because we're having a certain kind of conversation, just because we gossiping about folks, just because we backbiting, we, we gaslighting, manipulating, we, we, just because we're doing those synonymous things, we're talking about folks behind their back to their face, and then it brings us a smile to our face. We think that just by doing those things that that brings us joy. And that is not joy. That, let me tell you what joy is. Joy is choosing to respond to external circumstances when your inner man is satisfied and content. All right, I'm going to slow down. I'm going to say that again. Joy is a state of mind 
That means that no matter what is going on around you, trials, tribulations, problems, negativity, whatever's going on around you, toxicity, everything that's going on around you, that in each of those respective moments, and you know what, let me just be fair. Let me also mention the good times, right? Because it's not about all the bad times and the negative times. It's not just about all that, but also in the good times and the great times and the, uh, the successful times. You choose to respond in all of those instances in a state of joy. Joy is separate from all those things. Joy is separate from all those things. It is not attached at the hip to any of those things that I just said. It is not attached. Joy is not attached to money. Joy is not attached to. Now, you know, you can be in relationships with people and yes, and they can bring you joy. And the only way that that happens is they have to have an understanding of what real joy means too. All right. So I just thought I'd point that out. So joy is not dependent upon another person is what I'm trying to say. Joy is not dependent upon your bank account. Now, I'm not sitting here saying that you need to be a broke person. No, no. It, yes, you want to. You always want to financially increase with the right way, with the right intent, with the right approach. Absolutely. But joy is detached from money. Joy is detached from another human being. You got to understand that when you are executing your occupation every single day that you are there, setting the tone, setting the atmosphere with joy. That's, that, is what's, that is one of the most significant things that you could ever do. Why? Because you put yourself in more of a prime position to spread love in the atmosphere. Because again, if you don't understand these two concepts, you will suffer in life. Suffer in terms of not living up to the truth that I'm about to share. And that is, I love God, love people. Love God, love people. Love God, love people. Got to understand that. And if you, on another side note, if you want to really, if you really want to know what love is, you want to, the standard barrier of love is 1 Corinthians 13. Because love represents kindness. Love represents patience. Love represents meekness. There's a lot of other synonymous words that are, that are affiliated with the term love, with the word love. It's a four-letter word. It's very universal, very big word at the same time. It holds a lot of weight, carries a lot of eternal heavy weight. Why am I talking about this? Why am I talking about bringing joy to work and, 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 and talking about love and this, that, and the other? Why am I talking about that? If we want to be people that all the time, we, we hear about people getting shot every day. We hear about people getting wounded and, and people getting hurt in accidents and all, all these injustices that are happening all over the world. Whether it be politicians and public athletes and, and uh, athletes and musicians and entertainers, all types of big time people, people that influence us on social media. And maybe not just that, maybe people that local people that are local too. we always we always complain about this not being this way. We always complain about this not being that way. We always complain about somebody making a particular statement that does not fit what we think that they should be saying. We, we often may think, OK, how can I make a difference? How can I make a difference? Well, here, that's one reason I'm making this episode. That is one way you can make a difference. 
And that is by bringing joy to work. Bringing joy to work. You are you are supposed to be a change agent. You are supposed to be a change agent in changing the atmosphere. And the only way you can really do that and not just make a change in terms of making a 360, no, because that's just going right back to where you started. But in order to make a true real change, a 180 change, you got to bring joy into the atmosphere. You got to be a person that is possessed with joy. That no matter how much is in your bank account, no matter what's going on in your life, in your personal life, your professional life, your relationship life, no matter what's going on, whether if it's up or down or in a roller coaster like fashion, whether if it's up, down, all around like the stock market, whether it could be volatile at times, it could be great at times, no matter the performance, you got to be a person that chooses joy every single time. Why? Because joy is more than just happiness. Joy is more than just smiling. Joy is more so when your mind and your heart are smiling on the inside. That's what joy is all about. And God is the only one that can really bring joy into the picture. You can't bring joy by yourself. You cannot bring joy by yourself. You got to understand that you can make a difference. You can make a difference by just bringing joy to work, by bringing joy outside of your work. I don't care if you're at a gas station, you're at a restaurant. When you interact with people, you got to bring joy into the picture every single time. That is how you make a difference. B, what you talking about? What, what does that got to do with making a difference of what this politician said this or if this athlete said that or if this musician did this, this musician did that, this athlete said this. Yeah, it's not. Maybe it might not be directly related. But guess what? They are human beings at the end of the day. And you can make a difference by changing your behavior, changing how you conduct yourself. Why? Because what that's going to do is that's going to trickle down and that's going to get that's going to ooze off and rub off on other people. When a person sees that you're filled with joy, guess what? They're going to want to follow suit. Now, not everyone's going to follow suit right away. Not everyone's going to follow suit immediately. And you know what? There may be some people that just may not follow suit at all. Right. That, that's what that is. But somebody's going to follow suit. Somebody's going to take heed to how you're how you're doing things. Somebody's going to take heed to how you are responding to situations. Somebody's going to look at you and they're going to say, man, you handled that situation with grace and ease. Man, you should have popped that dude right in his mouth when he said that. That's when you that's when you got someone's attention. That's what I'm talking about. That's what we're talking about being a, a thermostat instead of a thermometer. So, again, I challenge you. You got to be a person that brings joy to work. While you are waiting on that promotion, while you are waiting on that advancement, and you know what? It may never come. It may never happen. The idea is you got to bring joy to you right where you're at. Because if I were an artist, if I were to paint a picture for you, this is what many of us look like. Many of us are in the swimming pool. And in this swimming pool, it's about three feet, four feet deep. So I'm going to go out on a limb and say that a lot of us that are jamming this podcast right now, you jamming this episode, I'm going to go out on a limb and say that you've been swimming at least once in your life. And if you have been swimming at least once in your life, and maybe not actual swimming, maybe you just went to the pool just to splish splash around, right? You just go into the three feet, four feet, whatever, uh, how many ever feet that the pool is. My point is, it's a kiddie pool and it's a very shallow pool, right? And you just, you know, you're just walking around, right? You're just feeling the water out. 
You're just, you know, not really swimming yet. You're kind of just feeling the pool out. You're just hanging out in the pool, right? Many of us are in that wading pool. That's three, four feet, maybe even five feet deep. But that's not all. When you look up at the clouds, you look up at the sky, there's no daylight. There's no, there's no daytime at all. It's nothing but nighttime. 24 hours a day, you look up at that sky, you look up all around you, it's nothing but nighttime. And you're looking up like, what is this? Why is there nothing but darkness around me? I'm in this pool. Like this should, the, the sun should be out. The sun should be out. It should be shining upon me. Like, why, why is there darkness all around me? Why is the, why is the, the clouds and the, the sky, why does it look all dark? Well, the reason that it looks that way is because you have not, you have not really brought light to your work. You have not brought light into your life. You understand what I'm saying? You, you, you are not bringing the light to you where you're at right now. You are not bringing joy to where you're at right now. And so a lot of us, we want to wait until this promotion happens. We want to wait until we get that thing that we're trying to get. And then we want to shed the light. Then we want to share the light. Then we want to go and try to be the light. But guess what? That's only going to go so far. It's going to go so dim. Why? Because you're thinking conditional. You're thinking conditional. You're not thinking unconditional in terms of your light. You're not thinking unconditional in terms of your light bringing. If everything bends to the way, if, if everything bends to your will, and if it bends the way you want it, right? If your your colleagues and your peers, if they do or say everything exactly how you want it in your world, in your perfect little world, if your boss does this and does that, it doesn't give you any extra work or doesn't uh, give you the amount of work that you feel that you uh, don't want to do, right? In your perfect little world, you all right, you cool, right? As long as they don't give you extra work, as long as they don't challenge you, as long as they don't push you, as long as they don't get on your nerves, quote unquote, you cool. You cool with it. As long as you're getting paid, right? As long as that bank account looking fat, right? That's all that matters, right? Attitude over grind. Attitude over grind. Attitude over grind. Attitude over grind all the time. You got to bring, you got to flip the lights on. You got to be a disruptor. And you got to bring the light to you. You got to bring the light to right where you're at. You know what? And that task that you're doing at work, it might seem boring. It might seem bland. It might seem monotonous. It might seem the most dry, the, the most dried up thing in the world that you are doing. But you got to find a way to dig deep on the inside. And you got to bring, you got to bring that light out of you. And you got to bring it into your work. And you got to bring it amongst your peers. It's not one. It's one thing for us to say we're good at this. We're good at that. We good at this. We good at that. We can do this. We can do that. But better is one to uh, praise you. It is better for another person's lips to praise you than you to praise yourself. And the way to do that is the way to have other people praise you in terms of their lips for other people to say good things about you. Joy has got to be a part of that equation. That's the only way it's going to work. When stuff feels pressed around all around you, when stuff feels shaken down and, st- and, st- and things start to feel real tense and there's a lot of pressure that's happening all around you. People saying certain things, people talking at you crazy, they looking at you sideways, they looking at you crazy. They saying things that, 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 that are not conducive with who you're supposed to be. You still got to stand up, keep your head up. 
got to stand tall and be a person filled with joy. I know this world and got more sensitive. This world and there's, there's more hurt people in the world. Everybody's walking around hurt. That's another reason I'm saying you need to bring joy to your work. Everybody walking around hurt in some kind of way. Everybody ain't healed in some areas in some kind of way. Some people, for some people, are easily triggered than others. Some of us say we patient in one breath and another breath. Two minutes later, we triggered by something so small and so simple. We're not letting that joy build up. We're not letting that joy build up. And for some of us, I'm just going to be all the way real with it. Some of us, we dig deep, but we ain't got nothing to dig into. So all you doing is digging into you. That's why a lot of us, we have this ugh, complaining type of attitude at work, complaining type of attitude outside of work, nitpicking that little things. We, we got we to gotta let folks know we got we to gotta spew our complaining vomit onto other people. Blech! We got to throw it up on other people. And guess what? That, what's, that, guess what's going to happen when that happens? Then they're going to go complain. They're going to go complaining about you to other people. And that's going to spread. That's like a virus and a disease within itself. So you, you, your little complaining, your little argument, your little toxic attitude is going to spread around to somebody else without even realizing it. You, and, and we, a lot of us have gotten so comfortable with doing those things. And it ain't, I'm not, I'm not even talking about in a perpetual state. I'm talking about in moments. Some of us are perpetual with it. I'm going to be real. Some of us are perpetual with the toxicity. Some of us are perpetual with the negativity. Some of us are perpetual with gaslighting, manipulating, hurting other people, doing whatever, doing all these negative things, whether if we realize it or not. Some of us are perpetual. Some of us are so perpetual in these things. As I I say often, we're like that elephant shot with that tranquilizer dark gun. We can't feel it. We can't feel what we're doing. It feels so good. Oh, man, as long as I get one over on someone else, that's all I care about. Attitude over grind. Attitude over grind. And that's why I'm saying that's that for some of us are in that category. All you doing is digging into you. That's all you doing. You digging into you and you don't have you don't have a divine deposit on the inside. You don't have a fountain on the inside to dig into. You don't have an inner well to dig into. Because when you dig into that inner well, it is a well of peace. And I'm not talking about peace like you hold up a sign, peace, and all right, peace, I'm show you love. Yeah, what's up? What I done? Show you love, son. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about an inner well that is everlasting peace, a peace that passes all understanding. And that peace can reign supreme in your mind and in your heart over all circumstances and trials that you might be facing right now. You got to understand that, yes, even though there are big time athletes, big time public figures, big time politicians, big time this person, big time that person. Just because they are who they are and just because they have the platforms that they have, that does not mean that they are living on some other grand type of universe. Does not mean that they're on another planet living amongst aliens and all other sorts of creatures and they live in their big fancy houses and nice vehicles and cars and whatever else that they drive. It does not mean that they're on an entirely different universe because truth be told, in in our subconscious, that's what a lot of us think. You may not think it to the exact words that I just said, but in some kind of way, we, we, we treat those big time people on the other side of that TV screen. We treat them like they're in another part of the world. 
And yeah, and physically, yeah, they some of them may be in another part of the world. Yes, maybe. But I'm talking about in terms of they're, they're humans just like you and me. They're humans just like you and me. They have eyes. They have nose. They even have armpit hairs. A lot of them have armpit hairs, whether you know it or not. And you know what? They have boogers in their nose. They have feet. They have kneecaps. They got ankles. They got fingernails. And they got teeth. And they got tongues. And they have hair. And some of them don't have hair. But guess what? My point is, they are human. Just like you and just like me. So we need to be people that help ourselves with the proper perspective. And how can you make a difference? Again, I say to you, you got to be a person that digs into that inner well, that digs into that divine deposit. You draw from that divine deposit on the inside of you. Oh, yeah. One day I'm going to talk about what that divine deposit is. But you got to dig from that divine deposit in order to be a person that bears fruit that lasts forever. Fruit that is everlasting, fruit that is sustaining. Because that's the real game changer. That's what really gets people in an exciting mood. That's what really uh, leads people to change their lives. When you bring joy to work, when you bring joy everywhere with you outside of work, even when you text messaging people, even when you're talking to people on the phone, when you messaging people on social media, when you post and post on social media, you making videos on social media, you putting photos on social media, you putting gifts and memes and stories on social media, you still find ways to put joy into the atmosphere instead of toxicity. Instead of negativity, instead of stupid posts that ain't got nothing to do with joy and ain't got nothing to do with love and happiness. That's what it takes. That's why we that's why we come a little strong today. We come with a little extra protein today because a lot of us, we <laughs> a lot of us, we're not looking in the mirror. We say we want these things. We say we want to change the world. We say we want lives to be changed. We want to do this. We want to do that. But we're not changing a dang thing. We ain't changing nothing. A lot of us ain't changing nothing. And I'm telling you, if you want to start, you want to be serious about making changes, you got to bring joy to work. You need to understand what joy is. And I'm going to define it one more again. Joy is when you are making a choice. You are making a conscientious choice, not just once a day, not just twice a day, not even just five times a day. You are making this choice a thousand times a day, 5,000, 10,000, maybe even 347,634 times a day. How many other times that it takes? You are making that many amount of times of choices to choose joy every single time, no matter what you are faced with. And the only way you can do that you got to have that divine deposit on the inside of you. A lot of us are misunderstood. We say we express joy. You, you know you're not. No, you're not. Some, some of you. I don't know who I'm talking to, but no, you're not. And I'm just being for real, for real with it because I love you. I got all the love. I got all the love in the world for you. You don't have a divine deposit on the inside of you. You, do, you don't have divine. And hey, at one point, I did not have the divine deposit on the inside of me. But when I have the divine deposit on the inside of me and I and I, and I pay attention to how my attitude changes over time and when I check when I pay attention to how I treat people, that doesn't mean I get it right all the time. That doesn't mean I, I, I ace it all the time. And, and just because you have the divine deposit on the inside of you doesn't mean that you're going to be a robot. You automatic. I'm going to treat everybody right every single time. I'm going to pass. I'm going to make it 100%. I'm going to keep it 100. No, you are still human at the end of the day. You're going to make mistakes. You're going to mess up, right? Not saying that to be negative. That's just what it is. You're going to mess up. 
Why? Because some of y'all, well, I know even after listening to this podcast, you still going to curse somebody out, right? I'm, I, it's, all, it's all love at the end of the day. You still going to curse somebody out. You still going to find ways to get your way. You still going to find ways to do you. That's all right. That's, that's what we do. That's what we do. But the idea is to progress. The idea is, is to progressively grow into being a person that brings joy, shares joy and be, be a person that oozes joy. Other folks got to be able to be to, to say these things about you. They got to be the ones to say that you're a person that exudes joy. Because that's what's going to really carry you to the next level. Now I'm going to share this story here. I remember working at, and I may have shared this on the podcast, but I I remember working at a call center environment for Bank of America. Now, technically, it was a company within Bank of America. It wasn't directly Bank of America, right? And so I I remember there, this is probably back around... I'd be like maybe 2010, maybe 2011 at the time. Whenever it was, I felt this urge within me, like I was ready for the next thing in terms of occupation. I was ready. I was ready. You know, I didn't know what it was going to be. I didn't know where it was going to be. I had no idea what I was going to be. But I, 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 I can't even really articulate it into words. But on the inside of me, I was just ready for the next thing. But what did I do? Okay, I did the best that I could do in terms of going to work every day, doing my thing. What it was, I did customer service. I was I think it was doing inbound and outbound phone calls. You know, you have you work in that call center environment, cubicles, rows of desks everywhere. That was me. That was me at that time. And, you know, I I just had this mentality. It's like, I'm going to go to work. I'm going to do the absolute best I can. And, you know, that doesn't mean that I did everything right. That doesn't mean I was just walking on water like Peter and just everything was just peachy perfect. That's not what I'm saying. But I had this conscious decision that I was going to go to work and do the absolute best I could. And so you fast forward months later, uh, all of a sudden I get uh, I think I, I, I go to church this one Sunday and I remember you know, pastor talking about, you know, if you want a job or a better job, you stand up. So obviously I stood up because that's what I wanted. I wanted a better job or the next thing, whatever that was. And so literally within that same breath, they could gentleman that was sitting around me, he basically, you know, uh, gave me his information and we talked after the service. Long story short, he ended up being a hookup in terms of the next position. Like he hooked me up. He hooked me up with uh, working at Citigroup, right? Literally got me into the door. I didn't go, you know, asking for anything. I didn't go asking anybody for anything on that. That That is one of the billions and trillions of examples of how God can move you from one place to the next. So like I said, he gave me all the information in terms of what I needed to do, the application, all that good stuff, and uh, filled it out. And boom, ended up working at uh, switching over to Citigroup. This was now I definitely remember this. It was August 2011 when I switched over to Citigroup. And that's how God moved me from one place to the next. And look, here's the thing. I'm gonna let y'all know back during that time, like I wasn't even like all the way for real, for real with it in terms of walking with God and doing my thing with God. I wasn't like, all, I was not all the way into it, into it, into it. Like I is today. Like I was not. And some and the only way I can really say it is God in his infinite grace and wisdom still graced me to allow me to be promoted to another type of company. It was, I was kind of doing the, well, I was doing something different at City. Uh, it wasn't outbound, inbound calls. It was different stuff. But he graced me into 
being promoted to, to the next thing. You see what I'm saying? So that is why I'm saying joy is a conscious decision. You might be going through hell right now. And maybe you're not going through hell. Maybe things are great. No matter how things are, make a conscious decision to bring joy to work. And, and not that you do it just for a promotion. Not that you do it just for that. You do it just because that's what you're supposed to do. You do it just because of that's who you're supposed to be. Because if we really want to be people that you, were, you really want to be serious about unity and, and harmony and, and in terms of living that way, start, it starts with that. And I leave you with this. What would it look like if every single person brought joy to work with them? Doesn't matter what kind of position they have. It doesn't matter how much they get paid. Let's just say everybody gets paid the same. We've all heard that question before. Uh, what would you be doing if everybody got paid the same? Doesn't matter what your level of skill is. Doesn't matter what your level of occupation is, whatever it is that you do. What if everybody brought joy to work with them? And it would just change the atmosphere. Promotion or no promotion, it don't matter. What would this world look like if we all got on the same page with that? All right, all right, all right, y'all. I appreciate y'all rocking with me to the very end of this episode of the Ultimate You podcast. Y'all are greatly appreciated. So I am here to let you know, if you have not picked up a copy of my solo debut book entitled Vision of an Athlete, I would encourage you to go to Amazon.com and get your copy today. So what are we talking about when we say Vision of an Athlete? Because it's, it's more than just about drinking the right drinks. It's more than just about eating the right foods. My question to you is, do you have vision when it comes to being an athlete? See, it's more than just about how many times you show up at the gym or how many workouts you do. But do you have long lasting vision or better yet, do you have eternal vision? Because in that book, I unpack what real vision looks like and what a real athlete is supposed to look like. And when I say athlete, it doesn't have to be, you don't have to be from an athletic background. You don't have to be from a sports family. It doesn't matter what kind of family you've grown up from. I'm here to tell you that no matter who you are, as long as you are breathing, you are an athlete, whether you realize it or not. And if you pick up my copy of the book, I will help you realize the athlete that you were created to be. So again, it's Vision of an Athlete. Go to Amazon.com and order your copy today. All right, guys and gals, once again, I want to say thank you for jamming this episode of the Ultimate You podcast. You are greatly appreciated. Now, you might be thinking to yourself, I want to support this podcast, but I don't know how to go about doing that. Well, that's what the purpose of this is for. Now, if you want to financially support the Ultimate You podcast, you can just scroll down in the description of this episode and you should see a link that has the word support in it. Just go ahead and click that link and then follow the instructions accordingly, and then you can donate an amount of your choosing. You can be a monthly supporter, or you can be a one-time donation supporter, or however often you choose to financially support the podcast if you choose to do so. Or, simply put, you can just support the podcast by sharing it with people. 
right? Because there's people all over the world that desire to be healthier in some way, shape, or fashion. Doesn't matter what their background is. Doesn't matter if they're working corporate America or if they're an entrepreneur or anything in between. We all want to live the absolute best lives possible when it comes to our health. So either way, whatever method you choose to support, I just want to say I thank you very much. I hope you'll keep riding with me on the Ultimate Youth Podcast. As always, change and be changed.